What up? Wait, there was no match day. No match day. Uh, R.I.P. Queen. R.I.P. Queen. Thanks for making this Premier League even more congested than what it already has to be. No match day seven. Yeah, so all that podcast was for nothing, apparently. Oh, it's there. You're just going to have to play in between games randomly. Uh, so whenever Match Day 7 happens, we just keep the picks that we already have? Yeah, you keep the picks we already have. All right. There. The Queen has now fully messed this up for the Premier League. and well, she to... didn't die on purpose. I know. R.I.P. I know, R.I.P. Condolences for her. I am condolences, but in the back of your mind, you're like, thanks. You've now jam-packed a, uh, a season that's already jam-packed. Like... She could have died during the World Cup. England wouldn't be able to play. That's why. But here's was my other random theory: if the World Cup was in England, and she so happened to pass away, then that during the World Cup, would they play the World Cup games? That's a good question. I don't know how they would work that out. Because not everybody's from England, and but if they're hosting, that would be an issue. It would be. It would be intriguing. Thank God it didn't happen. And R.I.P. the Queen. R.I.P. to the Queen. Was it Elizabeth? Yeah, Elizabeth the second. Only the second? I'm pretty sure it's the I second. thought it's like the fourth. Maybe. I don't I don't I don't keep up with the Queens and the monarch system over there. Yeah. Uh forgive our ignorance on that, but either way. So no match day seven results. We Can't, have a we have a modified match day eight. Have a modified match day match day eight, what is it, four games postponed, I believe? Uh four One, two, or five. Three. Three postponed matches. It's more than that. No, it's you have no Man U, Leeds, Chelsea, Liverpool, and uh, Brighton, Crystal Palace. Those are the three postponements. Oh, okay. So only three games postponed. We have match day eight. Uh, before we get into that match day eight, yeah, we talked about managers getting sacked. Brendan Rodgers, uh, David Moyes, uh, Stevie G. And out of all the blue, out of all the things, we never – well, here's the thing. We thought Chelsea's new owners would be like, no, let's give him more time. He was in, he was in charge of the uh, scouting – we was him, and, him and Bali were uh, half and half with the scouting and recruiting players. So I was like, well, there's no way we could get rid of him because he's recruited his players. So we're going to give him time, obviously. That was not the case. Chelsea went full-blown Chelsea. They have sacked Thomas Tuchel. Graham, Graham Potter is the new manager at Chelsea. No more Brighton for him. Your thoughts as a Chelsea fan? Uh, shocked. I was shocked it happened. But I did text you after we lost the Champions League game. I was like, yeah, we're in trouble. Because just watching that match, you could see how we didn't play with any desire. I don't know what the hell was going on. It's overseas, over in, uh, where were we at? Slovenia? I thought it was Croatia. It was Croatia, yeah. Um, and we had no passion. It was just like another rough game. I was like, oh, we're in trouble. Then the next thing I know, I wake up. Tuchel sacks. Um, that's what we do. We're Chelsea FC. We just sack managers um, after a year. A shelf life's a year and a half, two years max. Yeah, I think it's, if you combine the half year you had in this, I guess it's not even a half. It's about almost two, two years. Yeah, so they, they bring us uh, some trophies, and then we, we'll always love them forever for bringing the trophies home. But uh, it's time to move on and move on to Potter, and we're going to build a whole new – I've heard it all before, so we'll see how it goes, see how long you – gonna say I feel bad for Brighton because they were having a phenomenal year I hope it doesn't I I heard Lalana is going to be the player manager for now I don't know if they announced anything different since then so all right that's interesting for Brighton um yeah I just shocked and all 
I don't know what our goal is this year. I guess we're just trying to make top four. And we'll see if this is going to push us over. But I think it's more of rebuilding the whole structure under new owners. New owners wanted a manager that they wanted kind of thing. So yeah. it's more of retooling the whole system. So, uh, yeah. Shocked. But are you excited about Grand Potter coming in? Um, I've had managed. I, I want to say excited. Okay. Because I'm used to managers coming and going. Um, just see how he does. It's going to be a whole new system. Uh, we In the Champions League yesterday, we played four at the back, uh, three midfield, and three up top. I'm worried if Reese is going to be going forward as much, or is he going to transition to the midfield? Or how's that going to work? I think he's going to stay right back. Just hopefully he gets to go forward like he should. And now, like... The signings that we have, Cucurelli. I, he was a bright. He was that Potter man at one point. He was, yeah. So, it'll be interesting. I like how we have to shake things up. And after all that talk about wanting other managers fired, it's like I know that my, my manager gets sacked. Yeah, he's the second one, and we've been <laughs> not wanting manager managers sacked. Just saying they they need to win, or else they're yeah. gonna be in trouble. Like, out of all of them, we were just like, yeah, that's not happening to Chelsea, and we should have known better. So, that happened. Ruthless FC. Uh, match day eight. Go to some previews. This is probably going to be a quick podcast since, you know, nothing happened match day seven since the Queen's death. Uh, I mean, it's all right. Some of the abandoned, like, we would, Chelsea-Liverpool would have been great to talk about. Yeah. But that's postponed. So, I mean, Brighton Chris Palace would have been interesting to talk about, but that's postponed. So, we'll just go to the primetime game on Saturday. Tottenham versus Leicester. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the rinse and repeat for Leicester. If you listen to us, you probably know what we're going to say. Brendan Rodgers needs to win this game where he's going to get sacked, right? I mean, here's the thing. I don't think Leicester will do it until the end of the year or until... If they stay at the bottom, this there's a matter of time. It's a matter of time, but I want to say they're going to give them until the World Cup break. Yeah, I can see that. I think either the World Cup break or the ne- I, uh, the next year area. I don't think that's a good idea, though, because if you wait till the World Cup break and you hire a new manager, he's gonna. how long is he going to have to institute his philosophies with the team and how much time is he going to have to work with the team? So if you're going to do it, I think you should do it like now. So you can kind of build something, and they know what's gonna come. They're coming back to after the World Cup. That is very true. Because they're all going to be playing overseas for their clubs in different formations, and then countries, different countries, and they're just gonna have to figure out a whole new system when they get back, which may cause them to struggle even longer. Well, if you look at it this way, I say just rip the bandaid off. If you look at it this way, how many Leicester players do you think are gonna go on their national teams? Uh, Tillemans. Yeah. Uh, Ndidi? Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't I, make it. Did Nigeria not make it? I don't think Nigeria made it. All right. Uh, you know Johnny Evans isn't going to be there. Madison's not there. They might throw Madison in there, I, but it's England. Perez? No, Perez isn't. So, like, if you look at their group, they're not all, majority of them might stay in okay, the area. Okay, yeah, so I guess they can. That's a good point. If they're just not going to be over, playing over there. Yeah. Yeah, that may, you brought up a great point. If they're not going to travel overseas... And if they're they, not in the World Cup... Yeah, they could... I mean, do they, I don't think they can train. Are they not allowed to? I don't think so, but I'm not like 100% sure on that. Don't quote me. Mm. 
but like that's one of my things that I'm just like I mean I don't they train whenever international breaks going on in the, uh, the players the players that go over international and the the ones that don't and stay with the club, they still train. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Like when the, the international breaks are. Yeah. Because I remember, I think Hudson Adoy was kind of banged up, so he couldn't go overseas and play. Even though I think it was on the under twenty ones one year, and he just stayed and rehabbed and was with the squad. Okay. So. So yeah, I mean, I think that's unfair a little bit to the big clubs. Yeah, but, but I think between that time frame, you're gonna get a, if they don't pick it up. I think the World Cup break was probably about the time uh, Brendan Rodgers will leave. But Tottenham, uh, being Tottenham, they did lose this week in Champions League, two nil. And uh, it's kind of, they kind of need to get their offense going. I know Son needs to, Son get, needs to get going. Yep, he needs to get uh, going a little bit more. I would say Tottenham's been a, a bit underwhelming to start the year. They got they're, they're weird. Cause I was I had bigger expectations for them uh, coming into the season. Because it, it doesn't it feel like they struggle to score and struggle to keep the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it it seems like they're built off the counterattack, which, yeah. which Conte loves to defend and play that way. But like I feel like like even when I was watching some of the Nottingham Forest game, I felt like they didn't have a lot of possession. Mm-hmm. I know they won the possession stat line, but while watching it, they Nottingham Forest was all over. It could be because they don't really have a uh, maestro in the midfield. It could be that. but I think there's more to it. It's more to Conte's system and how he likes to play off the counter. Yeah. It'd still be nice if they had a little bit more possession, though. Like, it would be nice to have a lot more possession in the box instead of just, like, trying felt feeling like hurrying up, trying to get scores. Yeah. Like, they try to go from the back to the front in, like, two seconds. Two sec- yeah, they don't slow it down yeah. or anything. They're just, like, quick. It's- yeah, they don't play it around the box. They just kind of go here, here, and then here. Yeah. They only play one speed, it seems like, yeah. whenever they have the ball. So, um, Which I think they're not going to do it in this game. I think they'll have a lot more possession than Leicester. They should. They should. Uh, Leicester's midfield, that could cause a problem for Tottenham, though. I'm saying that. Yeah, it can. Depending on uh, who he's going to play. Because Telemans didn't go anywhere. He's still there, right? Yeah, Telemans. Indeedy's still there. But I think they, he throws Indeedy at center back. Yeah, right? uh, they have injuries at the center back position, I believe. Though. Yeah, but like, that's just, I don't like it throwing Indeedy in the back. But that's just Brendan Rodgers' way. Uh, I, I believe they do have injuries over there to give them like a little bit. Because Fafana left. And, yeah, so. and plus they don't have any sign. They didn't do any signings really this year. Yeah. Which is they probably have to try and save money since not making Champions League, all that big spending. But uh, intriguing games on Sunday. I would say Brentford Arsenal. Right? Brentford Arsenal, just for the fact it's an early game on Sunday, and it's at Brentford, and we know Brentford plays really well against the big clubs at home. Yes. And last time we saw Arsenal, they struggled. Starting to waver a little bit. I was they they struggle against Man U. It's the second road game now for them, and uh, it'll be nice to see how well Gabriel and uh, Sabias go against Tony, a physical uh, physical man up front. I think Arsenal should. They're going to have a bunch of possession in this game, though. I mean, they are. The only thing that scares me is it's at Brentford, of course, because. 
it's a tough place to play, like we said. But Arsenal is going to dominate this possession of the ball in this match, I believe. And I think they can win this pretty, not handily, but uh, they could have a solid 3-1 scoreline against Brentford in this match. Because I just like the way, Ar- what I've seen out of Arsenal. And I'll say this. They Ars- always fight back after a goal. They have a lot of heart. Arsenal has been resting for for a while. And that's the interesting thing about this match day eight is does yeah. the rest hurt? Who does it hurt? Who does it help? Is the rest going to hurt them or is it going to, or do you wish you played a game on Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday for Europa League? Like the Europa League teams or the Champions League teams, are they ready to go for this game? Right. That type of thing. So it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Now both teams did get the rest of the whole week while teams like West Ham are playing today. We're doing this game on a Thursday. They're playing Europa League. They play Everton at Everton. Yep. And then remember, we're talking about David Morris, and he needs a win. But guess who else needs a win? Lampard's fine. Super Frank. Super Frank, he's been doing he's, fine. He's been doing fine, but he does need a win. Uh, yeah, a win would be nice. It would be really nice. They play hard. They do hard. They do try. Gordon's been really good for them. Gordon's been good. They have some pieces. They do try. But they need to finish it and get a win. Yeah, they need to hold the lead. Their defense ends up giving up a goal. Like I mean, what they, what did they do? Haven't they drawn the pass? Every haven't they drawn every match? Yeah, they drew all uh, four. Well, but like, all their a, points came from draws. Yeah, they've drawn they've drawn the past four games, which it's an improvement from losing. But Liverpool, they played Liverpool in one of those draws, so that's yeah. big. I mean, that's huge. But Liverpool has been struggling in the Premier League. So, I mean, but four draws in a row. They get the win. Things might get going for Everton. Maybe they won't be struggling to get out of that relegation. Yeah, they can zone. move up to mid-table. Move West Ham down to the bottom. I mean, I'm pretty sure West Ham is around the bottom. I think so, too. Uh, yeah, West, West Ham's actually in relegation. So, David Moyes. I but mean, David Moyes. if you look at it, the three managers we've basically been talking about all, all, all season. Yeah, all, all around the Brendan, Brendan Rodgers is dead last. David Moyes is 18. And Brendan Rodgers is 17. So, like, that area is kind of like one of those spots where you just see it and you were like, oh, yeah, see, this is actually what we know what we're talking about sometimes. Yeah, sometimes we're, we're spot on. All the managers that we think were bad coming into the season. Yeah, or watching the season pan, pan out and just seeing how Brendan Rodgers or Steven Gerrard's team's playing under him. Mm-hmm. And it's not working at the moment. By the way, you're lower on Aston Villa than me, though. I like, mean, I've never been that low on Aston Villa, but I've I have seen the whispers about, uh, yeah, people not liking. What are the odds, Steve by the Girard? way, that Bournemouth has more points than Aston Villa, West Ham, Leicester, and Crystal Palace? Would have never guessed it. You would never guess how poor they are and how bad they were. And they were the first team to sack a manager. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like the wildest thing. You know, it's like, oh, Bournemouth is terrible. They, are, they aren't good. But they have more points at the moment than all four of those teams. And we praise Patrick Vieira. People praise Steven Gerrard. And people are like, West Ham and Leicester are battling for the for a Europa League spot. You would spot. think they're supposed to be in mid-table. Yeah. yeah. But they're not. They're all below Bournemouth. And Bournemouth gave up nine goals to Liverpool. Like, that's just the insanity of this, of what we're looking at right now. Yeah, and this season's just been wild. Oh, and they're tied in points with Newcastle. Bournemouth is. 
Newcastle has had a tough schedule, though. Yeah, they have. I'll, I'll give I'll give the pass on. They've had a tough run of matches. But it's just wild to see, like, Bournemouth in front of these teams and right there with the team. And you're just like, they play bad. And you're just like, nope, there they are. Yeah. Um, is it time to get into picks already? It sucks that we can't do a big preview because it's a shortened match day eight. But, yeah, you know. Yeah, let's get into some picks. This is, like I said, it's going to be a short one. It's going to be tough to keep track of our records, but we're going to do the best to keep us keep them in line. Because uh, just a reminder, Ryan's twenty nine and thirty, I'm twenty seven and thirty two. So when games happen, we have to make sure it's from match day seven or match day eight for the, some of these teams. And, and I believe there's another game. I think there was one abandoned earlier this year from Brighton for something to do with the schedule conflict too. But okay. We'll make sure we have the one football app. They tell you which match day is from. It's a great app for football fans if you don't have it. Very it. true. Yes. Have a live tracker on there. I like if I can't watch the game, it'll give me little updates on the live tracker. Get some good breakdowns on there. Um, by the way, not sponsored by one football app. But <laughs> hey, one football app, if you're listening, all yeah, right. One football app is really, really legit. All right. So let's uh, move on to the games right now. Okay. So we start out with uh, Nottingham Forest. Against Fulham. This is on a Friday, right? I believe so, yes. We have two matches on Friday? Yeah, we have two on Friday. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Fulham. You're going to Fulham? Yeah, just for the fact that I haven't. last time I saw Nottingham Forest, they blew a lead against Bournemouth. I'm going to go Nottingham Forest because they need these three points. Um, they do play better at home. They're going to probably give up a goal, more than likely. But I think they could sneak out a 2-1 victory. All right. Um, Aston Villa versus Southampton. Hey, it's a tough, tough way to go. Southampton plays really hard. I'm not out on Steven Gerrard. Feels like a draw, but I'm going to give... Uh, Steven Gerrard the win on this one. I'll pick Aston Villa over Southampton. Because um, I'm not sold on Southampton still. I'm not sold on Southampton still, but this is how Southampton plays. They play really well at the beginning of the year. That way they can coast it and not worry about Relegation. getting relegated. They'll get so many points and then struggle and be like, oh, they're around there, but they're not. They're going to have enough points to not get relegated. Mm. So on that note, there's going to be a draw. Draw? Yeah. All right, uh, next on the docket, we have Wolves versus Man City. I believe it's early game on um, It is the early game on Saturday, Saturday. morning? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Man City, but I know Wolves is going to be really defensive, and it's going to be real, a struggle to score against them. Uh, I wonder if you're going to play Holland. You might give him a day off. He got rest in the Champions League game at the end. Yeah, but that was like late in the late It was in like the, match. the 87th minute, yeah. But I could see you guys maybe resting him here, but he's had a long time off anyway with that with the Queen's passing, so he'll probably play. Uh, it's easy, easy call to go this way. I'm not crazy. I'm not going to go Wolves. pick the upset. I will have an upset over Man City some at some point, I believe. I already did with, I did with the Crystal Palace one, and that should have hit, but not bitter about that at all. 
Don't don't forget the Wolves does have uh, Man City's uh, uh, Kryptonite and Adam Traore. And Diego Costa's on Wolves now. Oh, wow. Diego, Diego. That's weird because they're not going to play Diego and Jimenez together, right? I There's no way. I have no idea. Because you can't play both of them up front. Well, Raul Jimenez, Diego Costa, they do have the Man City Kryptonite and Adam Traore coming, maybe getting subbed on. Diego Costa gets a... Definitely gets a card in this match for sure. <laughs> that's that. That's what I'm saying. He gets a card. Uh, all right. Uh, next, we got Newcastle against Bournemouth. Uh, Newcastle all day. Yeah. I was I, well. Well, I didn't. I just jumped the gun. Yeah. I, Bournemouth. They've been playing well. Newcastle's tough to play at home. It's an easy way to go. Um, Tottenham against Leicester. Not like I said, I'm out on Brendan Rogers. Tottenham needs to get some points, stay up, trying to go for the Premier League title. If they want to stay close and in the mix, they have to win this match. Lesher, Brandon Rogers needs to win this match, but he's not going to. Ah, their defense is good enough. Like I said, I really like Lesher's midfield. Their defense just isn't good enough. Give me Tottenham. You going Tottenham? Yeah. Well, here's my thing. I feel like this is a West Ham game all over again for Tottenham. I'm having another draw this week. Two draws. I'm going draw. All right. Uh, Brentford against Arsenal. Uh, give me Brentford. You want Brentford? Yeah, I think Arsenal, they're not in trouble, but the the panic. Luckily, AFTV is not as popular as it was once was. No, it's Don Robbie now where he does all the Yeah, so... Things. This was normal AFTV. There'd be a panic button going on. I wouldn't say panic. Well, they'd be getting frustrated, and this is the game where they would get frustrated. Frustrated out of nothing, too. Yeah. Uh, you, the meltdown frustration where they're yeah. talking about that. Yeah. And they just lost the game, and then they're like, "We're not even at Christmas, and we're done." Mm-hmm. That type of feel. I think that's going to be the type of feel that Arsenal fans are starting to going to be stressed out about. Which is why that feeling. Is un- will would be understandable because I have Arsenal winning this match. Like I said earlier, I think they can handle this game. They'll have a lot of possession of the ball. They play really hard. Uh, every time they give up a goal, they peg one right back. So I think they they can win this. Like I said, three one, maybe maybe more if it opens up. Um, Brentford really kind of been underwhelmed with Brentford. This By the year. way, I always pick Brentford to win for some reason. It feels like yeah, that's your that's your squad. Hey, and uh, also I'd like to say, finally pick Newcastle. Oh, yeah, you did finally, finally pick, pick Newcastle. Newcastle. And you finally picked Arsenal. Remember, you were like, you have to show me. Yeah, I did. you have to show me. That's, uh, that's why I was going to look up on Match Day 7. I didn't pick them either. Looking at that. Uh, and we rounded out with Everton versus West Ham. You know where I'm going. Steven yeah. Gerrard getting at three points. You mean... I always say Steven Gerrard whenever I'm talking about the managers and shit. Uh, Frank Lampard getting three points, knocking West Ham and David Moyes out to the unemployment line with Thomas Tuchel. I also have Everton. Oh, yeah. I think that's one of the first times you picked Everton. I picked them week three or week two when they were at home to win. Yeah. So... Happy that uh, we have some matches to talk about. Really happy soccer's back. Yeah, well, the Premier well, League's back. Had, yeah, we've we had, had Bundesliga, La Liga, Champions Serie A, League. and then Champions League. So, nice to see it back. 
hopefully there's not a breakdown again. But uh, thanks for listening. I know this was a short one. Like we said, it was going to be short. Yeah. Not, we can't really talk about Match Day 7 because it didn't happen yet. <laughs> so, uh, so our Match Day 7... I don't know if they're going to split these match days I think up. they're going to split them up to find room for it. Because I was going to say, can we just like re-upload the Match Day 7 podcast at that time? If it they're, not all, they're not all going to be together, yeah. unfortunately. They're gonna, you're going to have to like, probably on like Match Day 26 and Match Day 7 games that they could fit in. Are gonna yeah, fit because in they there. have Care About Cup that yeah. they have to fit around. Carrell, FA Cup. Yeah, if you play Champions League, if you've, ever played, if you've ever had FIFA, like you have all those emails of, oh yeah, this game got switched to this date. This game yeah, got like, switched to this date. That's how... Or maybe, what if they don't even play him at all? You have to. Maybe they do. Maybe they make that allowed circumstance and just skip over it. I mean, I would have to look. No, no, no. Because you would have to balance it out because every team has to play every team twice. Then it would be unbalanced. There's no way. I think, if anything, they'll just extend the season maybe a A little bit longer. And I, I could say they could always move next season back a week. That is also very true. So there's ways to make it work. But you think, know, but you know, know the, we know how TV works in revenue, and I don't think they would want that. Well, they're they're so good. They're advertising money. Yeah, with, that regardless, is true. But yeah. you remember, in the NBA, I was going to make a joke that the FA knows what they're doing, but yeah, we all. But you remember, that. like, uh, you know, in America, when the NBA was uh, talking about pushing the season back and whatnot, and they were upset mm-hmm. because they would. But they were cutting games yeah, during that's the COVID why. time. Yeah, because they were cutting games. As yeah. long as no games are cut, that's that's why they won't cut games. Yeah, they need the revenue. That's also very true. Yeah, you know, money money runs the world. But uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, no, it was a short one. Well, at least they're back. We're back on track. Trying to. Hopefully, no in- more incidents happen. I don't know when match day nine is. We might need to look that up to know. When we're going to film I that one. I believe they have an international break coming up. Yeah, it is. It, it'll be October. Break. Yeah, it'll be October 1st. So this will be the last time we talk to you guys about Premier League for Until October. Uh, no, end of September. Because the, the first game is October 1st, the back. Okay, okay. So we'll have that then. Yeah, hey, hey. Arsenal, it's North London Derby that week too. Oh, so Let's not look ahead too far. Arsenal. Oh, and the Manchester Derby that week. Match A9. Match A9 is the... Oh, that's the week. Yeah, but uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Yep. We're back, by the way. We, we haven't been posting lately. A lot of shit going on, like Tom Brady would say. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys. We're out. Later.